generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Judges chapter 6. Can I have my illustration park, please? Including the... Yeah, the wool and all of that. From verse... Uh, for time's sake, I'll pick it up from verse 14. Or from verse four, yeah, 13. If you're in Judges chapter 6, can you say amen? amen. Alright, verse 13 says, Gideon, uh, Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord! If the Lord is with us, thank you for this background media, and where, why then has all this happened to us? Let me start again. Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Verse 14. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you. Look at somebody who's writing law school exams very soon and say, Surely I will be with you. Let's encourage all of our D-Law brothers and sisters. Stretch hands of faith and fire to them and shout, Surely. The Lord is with you. Tell them we don't know exactly what you're going through. But we know the God who will see you through. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now for those who are saying, I'm not going through law school, but I have IELTS. I have Canada exams. Shout, surely the Lord is with me. Some of you don't have IELTS. You have D-O-W-R-Y. Dowry. Shall surely the Lord will be with you. Some of you don't have D-O-W-R-Y. You have R-E-N-T. Rent to pay. Say surely the Lord will be with you. Some of you are paying rent on the island. You're like who did I offend? It's just one bedroom. They say one million. Say surely the Lord is with me. I want to please prophesy to somebody beside you who may be looking disconnected, disconcerted, disenfranchised, and tell the person, surely the Lord is with you. So the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And they said to him, I will be with you. you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Father, we thank you for your spirit. Your spirit liberates us. Your spirit emancipates us. Your spirit guides us into all truth. So that when we are weighed down, when we are pushed, when we are stretched, when we are under pressure, under tension, when it looks like we're in detention, you are there to ease the tension, but also to lift us above the contentions of the enemy. We thank you that we have peace in you. Father, as we expose our hearts to the word, we ask that the richness of your revelation will penetrate and percolate. 
will sink into the specific areas of our lives where we are desperately in need for direction in need of relief in need of support i pray my god that nobody will leave the same way they came i take authority over every false burden over every power of darkness every power of oppression every complication and difficulty i break in pieces in the name of jesus and i release over this atmosphere grace i release strength over this atmosphere i release joy over this atmosphere for somebody who's been bitter and upset lord rekindle their joy for somebody who's not been able to smile father we reclaim their smile for for everyone who's in need of money father we release to them money but much more than money supply thank you father we will stop playing with our gifts and we'll start lining up with your agenda in jesus name we've prayed can that amen stop playing somebody shout i'm salt and i'm light and i'm going to stop playing before i go into the message because i don't play with her uh i pray with her and i'm not a player i'm a man of prayer so i've got my prayer partner with me in the house this morning she's always with us anyway but uh, because of responsibilities and we have to just sort of like distribute responsibilities and assignments she's been representing me on the mainland and she's here with me on the island and with her i get on the highland and my eye can land on her please help me celebrate the one and only delectable dynamic anointed beautiful intelligent godly down to earth charismatic charming eloquent oratorical prophetic pastor to all right you may be seated thank you so much salt and light stop playing stop playing stop playing with your gifts Stop playing with the grace of God upon your life. Stop playing with the divine abilities that you've been reposed with or you've been blessed with. Stop playing with the intelligence that God has given to you. A world at its worst needs believers at their best. And I think that sometimes because we are born with certain gifts and certain abilities, we have a tendency of taking those things for granted. How many of you know the many things that you were born with, you don't treat as special? Have you noticed that? Many things that you're born with, you're like everybody was born with that. Everybody was, everybody went to a private school. How many of you went to a private school and you were surprised to know that there was something called a public school until much later in your life? How many of you had your dad drop you at school every day and you were surprised that people actually went on public transportation to school or people even trekked to school and even though they were stars did that make them star trek right how many of you how many of you you just felt that in every family was a hoggy hoggy family i thought everybody used to hug until people told me they never hugged their dads before i'm like are you for real you never hugged your dad come on come on just be honest and be like yeah we don't even know the one you're raising your hand for but just just just, just say like I, I get it so there are certain things that you think are normal until you are exposed to a wider circle and then all of a sudden it occurs to you that what you had was special 
right and i think the many believers sometimes would take things for granted would take the ability to fellowship like this for granted not only the countries of the world where you cannot gather like this on a sunday morning because there's so much persecution that is in your face there are countries in the world where they need the word of knowledge to be able to know when the next service is going to take place and where it's going to take place can we just celebrate god for the privilege of still gathering with other believers and being able to shout hallelujah with our regular is there anybody who wants to still be able to holler from the depths of their belly just because you can yes so there are certain things that we take for granted and it's not just about gatherings we also take our gifts for granted so that thing that you can do so easily so naturally so organically you don't treat as special in our text we find a man called gideon his family his household his clan his tribe the nation is under attack but somehow gideon still has a unique ability to be able to step out how many of you realize that we read it last week in the text where it says that when the amalekites came against israel that they made for themselves what dens caves and come and go over it again dens caves and one more time dens caves and strongholds did it occur to anybody that in all of that gideon was not hiding any of those places that gideon still had something in him which was courage sometimes you look at yourself and say i'm intimidated but you're still trying somebody so so you people say uh, oh you say well god i'm shy but guess what you manage to finally put out a video on social media that it takes a lot for you to stop focusing on your nose that people think is big enough for ventilation that it takes a lot for you to stop hiding because you don't like the shape of your hands or your eyes or your legs and you still stood out there. I want somebody here to understand that it's special. Can I speak? I'm on the Lost Cool Guys case today. But whilst everybody they are trying to say, oh, I can't get, I can't go to church. I have to bury myself in jurisprudence and bury myself in taught law, law of taught. I have to bury myself in this case and that case and it's not a briefcase. You still manage to step out of the confinement of the suffocating grip are you hearing that and you came out that's something special yeah those of you right now if we were to do a forensic investigation of your life would discover that all hell is breaking loose in your house maybe your mom is ill maybe your dad is about losing his mind to parkinson's or something like that but you still found a way to be here some of you you came with the last money that you got from last month's salary i mean it's just the first week of the month but you already spent all the money but somehow you are still here i want us to just celebrate those who are struggling with things we don't even know about people who should have lost their minds and their dignity but somehow you pulled yourself through can i just encourage a gideon today to say you may we may not know what you're going through and what you are carrying physically i just saw shia right now who's carrying something and people might not know what it feels like to be in this kind of buaris economy and your husband is one of the most hardworking people in kings and now they've called them back to live work five days a week and you have this very active two-year-old boy we just want to celebrate can we just celebrate you 
can, can, some of you have not been mothers you can't really appreciate this as much as I think you should but can you just celebrate somebody who's like a Gideon you don't feel like you're doing this mothering thing well enough you don't feel like you got it together but God sees you and God knows you come on can we celebrate Jerry today he's very self-effacing but has been here all along he works in the gym but every Sunday morning he comes as gym gym come on can we just celebrate people who are going through things they don't ask you for money they don't ask you for help but not everybody is all right the way you think they're all right we celebrate everybody can we celebrate people at the hub can we celebrate Mr. Olushaya today Mr. Olushaya comes from a great distance week in week out as active as working can we celebrate Iyanu this morning can we celebrate all the Gideons in the house can can we celebrate all the Gideons in the house and if I've not called your name like Bukala Pen who's been outside and working can you please help me look for two or three people and tell them I celebrate you sir I celebrate you man I celebrate when God comes to Gideon he does not see Gideon as a victim the first thing you must stop playing is stop playing the victim see the moment a believer starts complaining God I don't have this God I don't have that you know what the angels say they just go there they go again there they go again Peeline we just celebrated you the angels are so bored of Christians complaining about what they don't have. They've been hearing it from Adam, the first person who played the victim card. The first person. Because Adam, where are you? He said, I was naked, I was ashamed, and I hid myself. He said, the woman you gave me. The victim mentality will make you see God's blessings as your burden. The woman was given to you to be a blessing to you, to help you, to grow you, to strengthen you. The woman was given to you. So for some of you, you are complaining about Nigeria, yet Nigeria was given to you as a nationality that was supposed to be a blessing to you. Some of you are like, how is that possible? Let me tell you, the days are coming when the Nigerian passport is going to be one of the most coveted in the world. Now, I know that there's a lot of despair and overwhelm and it's very difficult, but I've seen the future. This thing is going to turn. I don't know when, I don't know how, but even from a logical premise, you ought to ask yourself, Edba Minor, in the middle of the crisis, why are the Chinese making millions of dollars of investments corporately as corporate blocks, but also as individual entrepreneurs? How come every time you go to a hotel or Radisson Blue, the Germans are still there, the French are still coming, and the Spanish, the Spaniards are still coming. Why? There is something about this place. And God didn't send into Nigeria to be a burden or to be a weakling. It's not punishment, it's positioning. Please, here we shout, here we howl, here we scream, here we jump. Sounds like a poem. Are we here? The victim mentality will start making you feel like that job. Now, let me tell you something about your job. Not every job was sent into your life to give you money. God gives you certain jobs to build your character. <laughs> to cultivate long suffering in your life. And someone says, God, I've suffered for too long. Well, you're not the one in charge of the curriculum of your life. So God knows how long you need certain sufferings for. Victim 
mentality. And God does not cater to what Gideon is saying. Gideon says, I'm the least in my father's house. Was it right or was it right? Was it right? Logically right? He said, my clan is the smallest in Manasseh. Now, Manasseh was the smallest in Israel. So he was saying, I am the least of the least of the least. Now, some of y'all, you might identify with this illustration. When you wrote jam for the fourth time. I, I love the laughter. Can we just, just ease the tension. Now, if you're looking so serious, I'm going to suspect you. Because there's some of you like, eh, forget. Ah, after the second time, I just respected myself. And Simon with the road only once, but not because they were smart, but because they cheated. Oh, yeah. Can we talk? But when you wrote jam, and by the third time, they actually mailed you the form. And they had already filled it for you. <laughs> but when you wrote jam, whenever you wrote it, and they say, ah, your child has finally gained hard mission. Because <laughs> it wasn't admission, that was hard. Hard mission. So I go and check the name on the list. So the first list came out. And your name was not there. The second list came out. Your name was not there. Supplementary list. Then there's VCs. This list. Sub D. <laughs> because in all of this list, at least. Some of us, we can identify. So while some of us are laughing, that's your reality. So you were always the last on the list. In fact, your name was not on that list. But they said, don't worry, don't worry, start attending lectures. We'll fix it. Okay, can we talk right now? So there are some people who wrote exams the first semester without metric number. But they counted it as righteous. Now some of us, that's the way our lives have been. Where we have legitimate reasons not to expect much from life. Oh, can I talk to somebody? You borrowed school uniform to go to school. You saw your mom raise money. For your education. Yet when God speaks to you. He said mighty man of valor. Can I announce to somebody under God. Your destiny. Will look nothing like your background. I don't know who you are. We've never had a conversation. But the Lord is going to exalt you. And promote you so significantly. That the pains of your upbringing. And your childhood. Will look like nothing compared to the glory of God. That will come upon your life. I don't know why I'm speaking to you. But there is an oil and a grace and a gift. And, and a divine ability. That is going to pull you out of the struggles of your past. And position you under God. As a sign and a wonder. If you believe a shout hallelujah. I didn't say say, I said shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So the first thing is stop playing the victim. You are not a victim, you're a vessel. And what God does is that he wants to mold you into a vessel that carries something that your generation needs. I don't know who exactly it is, but God is moving you from hiding to the headlines. Oh, that's a prophetic word somebody missed. He's moving you from hiding to the headlines. He's moving you from being robbed to being robbed. 
He's moving you from being raped to being draped. He's moving you from being disdained to being ordained. Your God is moving you from being overlooked to being overbooked. I prophesy that to every speaker, every communicator, every coach, every therapist, every doctor, every lawyer, from being overlooked to being overbooked. In the name of Jesus, Gideon, nobody knows you. Nobody is even looking for you. But very soon, one of your ringtones will be one 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 one. They are going to be looking from you, from the caves to the dead, to the dens, to the strongholds. They will start asking, "Who is that guy we're looking for? Who be that guy? What's your name? What's your name?" Pardon? Mesoma, I love your swag. Very soon they're going to be like, everybody's looking for Mesoma. Where are you? They're going to be looking for Mesoma, even though it's midsummer. They're going to be looking. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They're going to be looking for you because of the grace of God upon your life. Let me announce this to you. When salt is in the place, when salt is in the, the safe or the kitchen cabinet, not a lot of people is looking for it. But when something starts cooking, when something starts boiling, when the heat is on when the flames are burning then they start looking for salt well some of you felt the heat the heat in nigeria is about to provoke the salt that you are they're about to start looking for you who can help us solve the presidential crisis who can help us heal the president's marriage who can help us heal the governor's mind because we don't understand the way it's acting right now we need some mind benders some mind repairers some innovators some sculptors some counselors some lawyers some teachers who will carry themselves not as victims but as vessels of divine intelligence I prophesy under God that you are rising out of the woodwork you are coming out of the place of confinement you are coming out of the place of dejection and despondency come into the light come into your rising come into the place of glory and victory somebody shout I am coming into the light shout I'm not a victim I'm not a victim I was raped, but I'm not a victim. I am not what happened to me. If anything, I should be glad that I survived what happened to me. I survived the assault of the enemy. I survived the hanky-panky of the person who hosted me one night and before I knew it, he was disrobing me without my permission. I survived all of that. I survived the scars of the Nigerian economy. I survived the last mile official who waylaid me. The man who pointed the gun at me during NSAS. I survived that. If for that alone, I am not a victim. I refuse to bow or burn or be broken and battered by hell's fiercest weapons and armory i came through the scars i came through the domestic violence i came through the assault and the harassment i came through the weariness and the heaviness of my past i came through the psychological trauma of visiting the doctor every week for months and months i came through the x-ray that was not favorable i came through the failure and the carryover look at me now after two or three extra years nobody can see it on me nobody can smell it on me i came out without a smell of smoke because when God is my light nobody can dull my shine and soon and very soon before the king comes the king and you is going to go into the nations you are going to terrorize all that hell unleashed against you I prophesy over this house the spirit of victimization is broken the spirit of low self-esteem is broken Christ in you the hope of glory Christ in you shining ever brighter Christ 
Christ in you making a difference. Christ in you. Please help me preach to five people who might believe your words faster than they believe mine and tell them you are not a victim. You're a vessel. Vessel. Number one, stop playing the victim. Please. One of the things that many of you would have to do is that you have to reframe your story. I grew up in Ofotofofaito. I grew up in Ogbamilezi Street. I grew up in Ebinkbami Avenue. That is the truth. But the next time you tell that story, don't say from a place of victimization. Say from a place of optimization. In other words, what happened to you happened to you. We're not saying lie about it. We're saying change the way you talk about it. Change the way you think about it. And don't hide your lights. You saw Toby Amazon? Toby Amazon? Amushon. <laughs> It says Amazon. To be Amazon. But she's an Amazon, right? She's an Amazon, but even Jeff Bezos can't afford her. When she got on the, on the track, she was still praying in the spirits. Speaking in tongues. Don't hide your light. Many of us, we've learned to showcase our weaknesses and go quiet on our strengths. Never allow life embarrass you or rather embarrass your strengths. What that means is don't allow what has happened to you make you conceal the parts of you that God gave you before what happened to you happened to you. See what happened to you that was unfavorable as an accident that God can use to reach more people. To, are we here now? To bless more lives. The second thing you want to stop. So the first thing is stop playing the victim. I'm not a victim. I'm a victim. Now can I also make mention of someone under victimization? Some of you go like, oh well. <laughs> what happened to me is still happening to me. That's not changed much. So you're a story in progress. Come on. So where's the victory of that story? You are still here. Some people went through half of what you went through. And they've lost their minds, lost their orientation, lost their esteem, lost their dignity. But somehow, you still find a way to put on your stilettos and say, I still have toes. Can I talk right now? You still find a way to combine colors. I'm not trying to draw attention. You still find a way to combine colors. That means, Uriyashikbe. Your head is still complete. Are you here? The second thing you must stop doing with your gift, with your ability is to please stop playing games. Some of us are not playing the victim, but we're playing games. Gideon! Now that I've told you you're a mighty man of valor, you're a conqueror, you're an overcomer, you're a winner, you are the head and not the tail, you're above only and not beneath, you are the key to Israel's deliverance, you are the one who optimized the gifts of God in that space. Some of us are still like, God, I'm not quite sure about all of this, so let's play games. Gideon was playing games, and we find this in Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6, thank you media for this beautiful back. 
that drops. Chapter 6 from 37. 37. See what Gideon said. This reminds me of some of us. Go to verse 36. So Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. So some of us have promises, but like God, he'd be like, say, the way things are, it does not look like what you said is still valid. Can we be honest? Some of us have a global vision. One of my assignments, I have a global vision. But I can look around and say, God, the way this thing is looking, at this point, are we, is it, maybe my global vision is online. Oh, come on, y'all. Have you ever edited God's scripts to fit the characters you have available? Can I talk right now? Because when I read the scripts, I am seeing certain characters. But when I check out who came for the audition, it does not look like, oh, I'm preaching better than some of you responding. Glory, you feeling this? It does not look like the people who showed up for the audition can act out the script you give me. So maybe God talks, you know how it is. You, you know, there's a billion dollar corporation. You know that. And, and you've been through certain things in the last couple of years. That looks like they're taking you away from what God said. Everybody stretch your hands towards this man. We raise a roar against every opposition. Concerning your finances. Concerning your businesses. Concerning your assignment in the marketplace. We command the walls to fall. We command the limitations to break. We command the cycles to be terminated. And the monies you have been owed to be released. The jobs and the contracts that didn't go the way you planned. We reverse them and we turn them around for your good. In the name of Jesus. Somebody give God praise for that. Noise, you're like, this is not, it's not adding up. Because if I'm to project based on where I am and where I think I should be in five years, it looks like this thing cannot work. So God, let's play games. Since you want to play games with me, let's all be playing. Gideon said, God, if you will. I mean, look at someone say, when God says when. Don't replace his when with if. I don't know if this is blessing you, but this is blessing me. If you will save Israel by my hands as you have said. God is like, God, you don't know me. I don't say what I don't mean. I'm not mean. So I don't say what I don't mean. What's the next verse 37? Let's go. Time. Verse 37. Look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. <laughs> He's so attached to this is threshing floor. Eh? If there is dew on the fleece, 
only and it is dry on all the ground then i shall know that you will save israel by my hands as you have said so blah 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 sheep have you any woo yes sir yes sir it's okay one for the master one for the ding Don't let me say we now know the school people went to. But we have already dealt with that matter. So he took some wool, like fleece. Boom. Said, God, I'm going to put it on the floor. Going to cast some fleece now. Said, if you will save Israel by my hand, this is what I want. Please let there be dew, not water. Dew. Let it come upon this. And when we see dew in the Bible, the first time we see dew or mist, it came out of the ground. So Gideon was saying, I'm going to give you a portion of my trade, fleas from sheep. I'm going to put it on my ground. And if you've really sent me, let there be favor on this. Because the Bible says a king's favor is like dew. So God, if you're going to heal people and give them what is dew, give me some are you hearing that but God just saw that dew as a sob so he decided to subdue y'all didn't get that Cooper got it after five seconds so he caught the sheep put the fleece on the floor and dew came upon it it came up on it God said, I'm going to cater to that. He was playing games. Go back. Let's go to verse 38. Keep going. Verse 38. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Quickly media. And it was so when he arose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together. He wrung the dew out of the fleece. A bowl full of water. In other words, how many of you know that it's very difficult to get fleece to be saturated in water? because it's not very pervious you need a lot of it but God said I want to show you a token for good that stuff that is practically impossible I'm going to give you a sign and I don't know who I was praying for but I slept really early last night and then I woke in the middle of the night maybe between 2 and 3 or something and I was on my bed and I was praying and I said God please just give somebody here a sign because somebody needs a sign to know that they are not crazy they have been pushing so hard in the spirit but it looks like nothing is working so there are some people here it's not as if you want to be difficult but you just need some hope somewhere and God I still pray on this altar give somebody somewhere a sign over the next 12 hours over the next 24 hours over the next 48 hours that you're still with them let a wind blow through their lives right now let there be a kingdom a sensation by your spirit even now that is the sign but look at your neighbor say it's more than a sign it's more than a sign it's more than a sign the real sign let me tell you what the real sign is the real sign is Gideon you think you're playing me but don't worry I got you under control Gideon you are the fleece <laughs> you are actually the fleece and my dew is upon you 
you're not hearing what I just said. Uh, Mason, are you still here? Gideon, you are actually the fleece. Now, whilst there is dryness in the land, there's still some favor on you. There's still inspiration on you. Can you imagine you can still hear God without a prophet? Are you hearing that? You can still move. You still prepare the meal. You still had the goat when everybody was broken down. So if you're looking for a sign, you're that sign. You're the sign in the mirror because I've got my eyes on you. And guess what? The Bible says that when it came in the morning and squeezed the fleece. Is there anybody here who's been squeezed lately? You have been squeezed but somehow you still have some water coming out. You still have a bowl full. You still have a bowl full of water. Life squeezed you but joy is still coming out of you. Pain squeezed you but forgiveness is still coming out of you. Pressure squeezed you but wholeness is still coming out of you. Sakba squeezed you but you still have some money for my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Please lady in white and the blue jeans can you give me a high five and say I've been squeezed but I still got water. I've been squeezed but I still have water. Call me high five your neighbor and tell your neighbor say I've been squeezed but I still have some water still have some water I still got it I still got favor I still got it I still got joy I still got it Abiola I still got it some of you have an anointing and you feel like it's running dry God says you still have it Verse 39. Look at him and say, stop playing games. Even Gideon knew that I was pushing it now. So verse 39, then Gideon said to God, bros, no facts. I know my matter is becoming a matter. <laughs> my name is not Matthias. Leave matter for Matthias. Do not be angry with me, oh, just how. Please, be cool. But let me speak just once more. Let me test. I pray just once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry. Only on the fleece. But on all the ground, let there be dew. It's like God, that one was common entrance. This one, jam. God, let the same oil or favor or fragrance you put on me as a fleece. Let it be on all those around me when I feel dry. As you grow into leadership, you understand that your greatest battles are not about you. Because you've learned how to be fine. But you just want everybody around you. Can they see what I'm seeing? Can they feel what I'm feeling? Can they respond like I would in my absence? Am I preaching to all the pastors and all the leaders? Do you feel the burden team leaders? How you just want people to get it? Even if it means you'll be dry and empty. You just want people to be full. Because you're like Paul. You know how to abase and how to abound. You know how to toil all night. And how to look good on a budget. Anybody ever looked good without 
no money in your pocket anybody ever look good without a salary anybody ever look good without a pay package Gideon said if you want me to cover ground what's the ground without me being the one to squeeze my water and then Lord what's the ground of this house I'm happy to see almost every chair here filled this Sunday morning. Let this be the least we'll ever be. From the islands of the mainland. Let there be a flood of humans. A flood of souls saved. Lives changed. Marriages healed. Minds reformed. In the name of Jesus. Gogo, stop playing games. Gogo, look at yourself like so. Can, can you capture this? Can you zoom in with the camera? Everybody look like so. Say, Gogo, stop playing games. Say, Dami, stop playing games. Who's playing games? Some of us are not casting fleas. But guess what we're casting? We're casting wishes. God, if you really want me to get married, make sure that Misama comes to say hello to me today. I'm not saying he has to be my husband, though. But let's know that we are nearing. <laughs> Some of us are like, God, you're playing games. God said, stay in Nigeria. I will bless you in Nigeria. Say, eh? All I'm hearing is blessed. And God, you're the God of the whole earth. So you can bless me in Canada. You can bless me everywhere. My location is not your restriction. <laughs> Lyrics, Larry Gongo. Let me tell you something. You can't do wordplay with God. Because he was the word before you learned to play. You can see that. But let me tell you what I learned from the story of Gideon. God is open to negotiation, He will meet you at the point of your conversation. But he doesn't want to leave you there because he can dumb down your destiny that is beyond the description of words to the level of debating with words words are too weak to adequately convey the weight of his plans for your life so that's why many times they come in pictures in flashes and sometimes they come in testimonies of other people and someone shares the testimony and it speaks to your heart and you're wondering, ah, oh, well, I know this is not covetousness. I know there's a connection here. It's connectionness. Are we here? Stop playing games. You know, God wants you to break up that relationship. You're playing games. Mini, mini, marry me. Father had a monkey pox. Lord. If Tokwe is my husband, let him wear a top. <laughs> That's Wi-Fi. <laughs> Look at him and say, stop playing games. God said, resign, resign, resign. You heard, sign, sign, sign. So you sign another contract. And God is like, there's 10 million waiting. God was saying 10 million waiting. You were like, waiting, waiting. 
I pray for your spiritual ears that they will not suffer from engineering malfunction. God's call to you will not be distorted. You will not be saying hello, 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 hello. You rather say Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. I, I respond. If you have the hub, shout hallelujah. If you have the hub, go wild with praise and shout yes, Lord. Everybody shout, stop playing games, stop playing games, stop playing games. Please, I'm going to look at somebody say, break up when you know you need to break up. Say, step out when you know it's time to step out. Say, resign when you know it's time to resign. Say, give it up when you know it's time to give it up. Don't keep leaving it up when you should be giving it up. There's a video that we had. Is the sound there? Can we hear? There's a video I saw. I pray the sound is there because we need the sound. Please help us set it up. Yeah, there's a video I have that I saw yesterday. I was like, wow, this is how many of us are. Thank you for reminding me. This is how many of us are playing games. Have you seen this? You saw it? You know what the lady was saying? <laughs> she was saying, if now, what was she saying? If I, if I'm waiting. And no, the first thing she said was POS. If not POS, you know that POS business. That POS. If I'm, if not POS, I suppose B. Make the bottle stand. All right? <laughs> May you can take it. All right, don't worry. If the sound is not there, we'll use sound. We'll use over a voice over. All right. If now POS, make I make I be happy. Wait until you talk. Oh, yeah, now. Play. So that's what she said. If supposed to be POS, let the thing stand. The thing fell. Right? <laughs> Media, stop playing. All right. If that, see the seriousness on our face. incantation anyway she flips it and he falls right boom so he's supposed to do POS she now did it again if not Dr. Mick I be but not Dr. Mick, Mick. <laughs> POS again if not POS <laughs> if not POS I go do Look at Amos, stop playing games. I know I'm preaching someone's life right now. Now, many times when you're casting lots, the truth is you already know what you're hoping for. That's why when it doesn't fall on the side you want, you do it again. So you already know what your heart desires. And if you perceive that it's against the will of God, what you should do is surrender your heart to God and draw grace to find fulfillment in the will of God. Not to try manipulating yourself and thinking that God is subject to your okbele. Do you know okbele? Okbele. That's a traditional device that they use to divine. Divination. So many of us are subjecting God to the witchcraft of our minds. You already know you want to go to Canada. Say, God, if you don't want me to go to Canada today, if you want me to go to Canada, let my Uber break down. 
So it will be the final straw. In fact, you've written your Canada story. Look at your neighbor. Say, stop playing games. Some of us are playing games with our bodies. Tell somebody, stop playing games. Some of us are playing games with our money. You are doing kalo kalo. Baba jebu. You are doing all of that. You are doing this bet, that bet. But I bet that you will be better off. You are saying your money God's way. Please, can you ask your neighbor, say what games have you been playing lately? Cooper, get back on the keyboard. Now, now, how many of you also know that sometimes you play games with people? You're in a relationship, something is not going well. Instead of you to confront the issue and address the issue, you're playing games. They're calling you, calling you on the phone. <laughs> then you now go to WhatsApp. You'll be doing typing for hours. So it's written typing on the other end so that the person's tension. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're actually not typing nothing. Games. The person finally calls you. You pick up. Hello, hello. Hope I'm not giving people ideas. You now bring uh, uh, what's that thing? Foil paper and be squeezing it. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Stop playing games. God, if you bless me with more than half a million this this month, I will do God portion. If it's less than 500k, it's not my portion. Say, stop playing games. If God is going to use you as an agent of influence, you have to be sold out. You can't be playing games. You can't be chilling and hanging and waiting for things to happen. I got to move. Did somebody get that? Tell your neighbor, stop casting fleeces. You know, Gideon just ended up shaving off a sheep's dressing for no reason. For something that Gideon already knew the answer to. So there's now mosquitoes are biting an innocent sheep because of you. Are you getting it? Ticks, gashes because the fleece was to protect gashes. In other words, every time you're playing games, you are exposing somebody. You're making someone unduly vulnerable. Are we here? So what do you do? Believe what God said. Number three, get it on. Stop playing to the gallery. What does it mean to play to the gallery? It means to do things that you think are popular or widely acceptable. So the whole concept of the more the merrier. Instead of doing what is right, many of us will play to the gallery. So when it looks like this is working and it's working, we align with it. When it looks like that is working and that is working, we align with it. So if it looks like all our friends are cheating, then we go with the cheating. If it looks like people are buying Instagram followers. Looks like everybody's on vacation holiday. We'll get a good Photoshop artist, graphics designer to airbrush our Abuli Egba background. Make it, make it just touch him small. Just touch him small. Just, just touch him small. Want to look a certain way? We say, just help me. Add a little.
Gallery, playing to the gallery. So after Gideon stopped playing the victim and stopped playing games, he was still playing to the gallery. So we see the word of God in Judges chapter 7 from verse 1 to 8. Quickly, let's, let's run. Then Jerubal, that is Gideon, and all people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the wall of Harod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Moreh in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many. Come on, read it, people. Too many for me to give the Midianites into their... I thought that numbers were an asset. They can be when ordained of God. But numbers that are not from God will hurt you more than they will help you. Oh, can I get a witness? He said there are too many. The problem is that you are seeking the support of too many people. And that is why you are surrounded by so many people, but you can't find friends. Oh, can I talk right now? So you are popular, but lonely. Popular jingle. But even your bells cannot jingle. He said there are too many. Lest Israel claim glory for itself against me. Saying my own hand has saved me. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Speed. Now therefore proclaiming the hearing of the people. Saying whoever is fearful and afraid. Let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 20,000 of the people returned and how many people remained wow lois i love that that's honest wow so how many were there in total at the beginning there are two thousand how many they reduced to ten thousand so how many people left when given a choice you know one of the things you want to do in your life give people the choice to go and see who stays because the reason some people have not left is they don't believe they have a choice. And until you've given people a choice to go either verbally or action-wise or separation-wise, you don't really know who's staying. That's why it's, it's ridiculous for you to commit to anyone lifelong without having a few arguments first. I want to know! Which countenance is going to rattle you? And I want to see you rattle so I can know how to deal with you. When I say rattle, nobody say I'm going to slap you. But I want to be stern sometimes. Or I want to ignore you a few times. And see how does that play out. I want to shakara you every now and again. I can do it in cycles. To know whether... Some people are laughing because they've been at the receiving. Some of you, you don't know who your friends are because you actually have none. The fact that you have accompaniment does not mean you have a choir. It's possible for someone to harmonize and then still harm you. Are, are we saying that? I'm speaking metaphorically. I said talk Tolu. I used talk as an example earlier. Watch this now. Twenty-two thousand people left. 
Some of you, you are fighting over a boyfriend that is actually not yours. You are, you are trying to use your body to tie down someone whose spirit has already freed. Oh, can I talk right now? Can I preach right now? Gideon was shocked. If you are 32,000, don't forget, when you read Judges 6, the Bible says that the Midianites and their camels were without number. So when Gideon came out of the woodwork and blew a trumpet and people showed up, how many of you know that he must have been encouraged? Ah, are you serious? God is working, oh. God, this thing, is he working? Is he working? Is he working? They start singing on Aga. Then God said, sorry, Aga. Said these people, you don't have, you don't have fighters, though. You have tagalongas. You have mobomoyas. You have hashtag. Oh, can you be preaching this morning? She said it. You cool said it. Oh. You have hashtagas. Hashtag, we are here for you. Let me show you something. And I mean no disrespect, but this is the reason I'm praying, I'm trusting God, I'm waiting on the Lord. And I'm just trusting that all these obedient people are not just hashtag followers. That they actually have PVCs. And that they will come out and vote and actually stand there and watch the vote. And not be doing Periscope. Sorry, that's just the again. Instagram live. There are many people who are supporting you with mouth, but they don't have PVC. Are we here? Too many. So imagine God now telling him, Oh, yeah, sit down. These people, there are too many. How many of you know that having, let me show you one, having too much salt can be a problem because the salt can block the salt. Y'all didn't get that? Because some salt could have been kicked at the top. This is the reason people who, are, who feel entitled to position or leadership, they will block the real people that can cause the change. Because entitled men want you to get to the mouth of the salt shaker more than anybody else. And salt can block salt. Some of you, it's not the devil stopping you. It's some other believers who are in your life for the wrong reasons. Who have a sense of entitlement to your mind and your money and your attention and your life and what you give to them out of stewardship they want to use for manipulation and oppression. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That sometimes the devil keeps believers trapped by positioning other wicked believers to keep them short. But I proclaim under God God himself is sifting and sorting. Don't forget the 32,000 were Israelites. But not every Israelite is fit for the army. May the Lord expose people in your life who are taking you back, taking you down, taking you around and winding you around the same cycle for years and years and years and you're stuck in the same place. May you have real freedom, liberation and liberty in the name of Jesus. Please help me go to three or so people. High five them and slap them a high five till uh, their palms begin to blush and tell them stop playing to the gallery. Stop playing. Stop playing to the gallery. 
many of us are stressing ourselves over 32,000. When we should be pouring ourselves into 300. Give, me, give, give us our text, please. So it says, 10,000 remained. See, when you were standing by yourself, you knew you were alone, Abby. 32,000, you're dancing on Aga. God said, on, Aga. Send them away. You will feel naked. If you lose two-thirds of your customers, you will feel naked. You, you, you're feeling it now. But sometimes God strips you of people who are buying one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, three. <laughs> so the musicians in the house. Like talk was ready. <laughs> Scoring the song. And God says, I need I want to give you 300 premium clients. This is a word for somebody who feels like I'm facing a winning battle. And God said, Do you know there are people who are currently paying you in Naira that can pay you that amount in dollars? This is the reason for the kingdom of God. It almost seems as though God always knows there will be fewer believers than unbelievers and is not even bothered. So straight is the way, narrow. Now again, it's going to go after all that I hear. Even one. So I'm not saying, ah, let's not care how you put that now. Please care. Until so people start hanging from all this. Garlands. Stop playing to the gallery. Let me give you a scripture and then we'll go to next to the last one. What does it mean to play to the gallery? You're trying to live based on what you think people will like. So your post is informed by what's raining. The method of your post can be based on trends, but the content has to be based on truth. So videos are working. Use videos. But people are wearing naked body. Don't wear naked body. You should sing to God only you feel old my body. To God. And then when he holds your body, he gives your body to the body he has prepared your body for. And that body cannot just be anybody. That's be the right sum body. Who is a part of God's You see what I'm saying? Let's be careful. Now, I'm not watching it, but I think I'm following some pages. I might unfollow them in this season. They're already posting stuff about this whole Big Brother thing going on now. Just be seeing snippets of things. And then you see some believers. They'll go into the comment section. Hmm. Now, what is the world going to? <laughs> Why are you commenting? Because you're giving it life and giving it energy and giving it visibility and the metrics know no religion. They only know attention. So you see your brother's post, 
And it's two or three likes. Like, ah, it's too few to like it. Like it. Post something on it. Share it on your story. Let me even tell you, sometimes you put your beef aside so that it can address the meat of the matter. You see, when your wife is your number one fan, how will you not be cool? Let me just move on because there's so much more in the cooler. There are some things I want to say, but let me leave it. I got to go. All right, so we get the point. 1 Samuel 14, verse 6. Let me read this. 1 Samuel 14, verse 6. Hop, defile is still coming up. And by the way, defile will be live here next week, Sunday. I was going to say we're going to shut it down, but we're going to open it up. <laughs> 1 Samuel 14, verse 6. Look at what Jonathan said. Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from what? Saving by many or by... God is not committed to numbers. He's committed to purpose. So he will use numbers in line with his purpose. And he wants as many numbers as possible. But every now and again it's going to be like, you know, just take your eyes off the numbers. Because for all you care, you will get stomped. You will get trampled on by these numbers. How many of you know there are people whose messages have been diluted by their followers? And it's difficult for them to change their message because what their followers came for, they have to keep preaching it. That's why I pray that you, you find comfort in your calling and security in your purpose and loyalty to the truth before you become popular. Otherwise, you'll be, you'll be worshipping an idol called fame. But you'll be using God's word to serve the idol. Because now God cannot change your message. Because if you are to preach something different from what the crowd came for, then 22,000 will leave. And don't forget, losing 22,000 people is not just about losing the people. It's also about the damage control. Because 22,000 people are leaving your army. They don't live quietly. Oh, a Danny Gideon. Stupid boy. He didn't even realize what he was doing. Stupid Gideon. Later I will say God appeared to him. God called God my foot care of bagger. <laughs> what was that? There's a song. Bloody Kenke. Kenke. Ghana. Are we saying that? Jonathan said, God is able to save by many or by few. Number four. So what's number one? Stop playing. No, the, number one, stop playing the victim. Number two, stop playing games. Number three, stop playing to the gallery. Number four, stop playing safe. Judges 6, 23 to 35 is a long one, so I'm going to skip some verses. 
Judges 6, 23 to 25. Then the Lord said to him, Peace be to you, be with you, or do not fear, you shall not die, speaking to Gideon. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called the name of the place Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. To this day, it is still in Ophrah of the Abbey's rights. Now it came to pass that same night the Lord said to him, Take your father's young bull. Have you noticed that God is on a roll? Have you seen? Once you open up, instructions start coming. Once you start engaging grace, it multiplies. So if you say, I'm not hearing God, I'm obey the last thing he said. And it's going to open. So the moment Gideon was like, okay, let's try this. Okay, please, we cast it. This one, instructions, they're coming. So there are those who feel like God is not speaking to me. God be speaking to you. But maybe it's using an accent you're not used to. Some people think God speaks only English. English is younger than the language of the spirit. So sometimes God speaks to you through a dream or a vision or a picture or a message or a pastoral instruction. So God said to him, you know what? Take your father's bull. How old is this bull? How many years is this bull? Seven years old. Take it and go and do what? Tear down the altar. And then when you tear down the altar, you cut down wooden images. You do all of that, build the altar and proper arrangement. Then you're going to take the bull and offer a burnt offering. Now, God didn't just say, go and take your father's grain. That can, you know, you can plant it and get another year. He said, take a bull. A bull was used to plow the field. He said, take your father's machine, your father's tractor. And burn it up in the name of Jesus. Follow this, guys. You will not manifest kingdom influence by playing it safe. Because the first calling of disciples is that you must hate yourself, then hate your brother, hate your family. He's not talking about virile hatred. He's talking about comparative hatred. That means you love God and his purpose so much that what you have for your parents will be like hatred. Are you following that? So God said, take the instrumentality for the productivity of your family, which is the bull. The bull was going to have the yoke. The yoke would have the plowing instrument that used to break down the ground. We are saying there is hunger. God says, make it worse. Take something that you like. Take something that even represents your inheritance, Gideon. Take something that represents your future. Take something that represents all that you have. And I want you to kill it. Many of us want to kill it in the field. But God said, what have you killed in your private place? Oh, you're not responding to me. Are you ready? I'm getting ready to close with a preach. What have you killed? He said, yes, you want to deliver. You want to deliver the nation. But have you been delivered from your family's opinion? Or are you still playing it safe? You already know what God said you should do. But you are still masquerading, copycatting, katakatang, kitikitin. So play, don't play it safe. Don't play it safe. How do I know this was not safe? He said by the next day when they woke up, they were going to kill Gideon. Uh, Isn't this the reason? This is the reason God already told Gideon, do not be afraid, you will not die. Sometimes you think a word is for what you've been through. It's to prepare you for what is about to happen. But God already anticipated the backlash that will come from the front end. And he already gave you the word. Let me tell you something. There is no affliction that meets you without being resourced with revelation. 
you may have forgotten but God always prepare you for hell's attacks God always prepares you for the attacks of the enemy so when it catches you off guard you are not really off guard maybe it's just your consciousness that has yet to come to that place but there is already a word in your spirit there was a three-day fast you did without knowing why there was a seed you sow without knowing why there was a camp meeting you attended you listened to the crossover service again you did not know why until someone hit you but instead of breaking down you were built up in your spirit you were edified and fortified in your heart there was a spiritual energy that broke the boundaries of what the enemy was throwing at you and you were able to stand solid upon the word of God you are all ready for the next phase of your destiny and somebody needs to say I will stop playing it safe because those who played safe they will remain in the boat but those who are like Gideon or like Peter they will step out of the boat and say I will rather deny my father's house than deny my destiny is there anybody who's going into this week who will say I will do some dangerous things in the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus uh, John chapter 12 I believe verse 25 he said he that loves his life is going to lose it but the one who loses his life for the kingdom's sake he's going to get it high five somebody say stop playing it safe so you finally started that thing but only your friends know about it only your bestie knows about it why you are scared you are nervous you are anxious you are overwhelmed you are perturbed you are disturbed because you feel maybe people will not like it maybe people will look down on it maybe people will despise it please spare me all that drama and look at your neighbor say stop playing it safe stop playing it safe step out and walk on water step out and move but the Holy Ghost step out and do the impossible lay hands on the sick and watch them recover preach the gospel on the boss you're saying when I get my Lamborghini people will see me and get no 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 nobody saw they walk preach to the on the Marwa preach on the Kekena pepper you know every now and again God reminds me of the first time I preached in the University of Lagos I was this teenage boy 17 going on 18 or thereabout and the lecturer had not even come the lecturer had not even come it was year one and everywhere was packed. People were making noise. It was DLI, the amphitheater in DLI. Possibly sits about 400 or so people and I felt the prompting of God say go down there and go and preach the gospel. And I say what? Say what? Say what? Hope you know what's up. He said go and preach the gospel. And I walked down Peter patted my feet down the steps of that amphitheater and God there and said everybody listen to me. And I don't know what else happened. But all I know is that people began to look for me and say pray for me. I was not an executive in any fellowship. I was not a pastor or a minister because many of us are waiting for titles and God says fulfill purpose and I will give you titles if necessary but let me tell you what's big about that testimony there's one of my classmates his name is Paul or Barry Nemi Obili he is pastoring a church in Portacot right now took over the church from his father and he said to me years later maybe year four he said you were the beginning of my ministry because I feel goosebumps right now he said when I saw you in your diminutive stature walk in front of that classroom and preach I said Paul you must serve God on this campus he became an executive in LVC and became a pastor he's still pastoring in Portacot right now you have no idea whose ministry your boldness is instigating you have no idea that Instagram life that only 16 people showed up on you don't know whose heart you saved you don't know whose life you changed just stop calculating your impact based on the 
thank yous you are getting the real people who will thank you you will meet them on the other side of eternity there is a bumper surprise a surprise party when you walk in there at 105 107 there's going to be a rousing ovation of every compliment you never heard and there's going to be a shiny applause as the eastern sky is laced and blazed with the glories of god and the messages of gratitude somebody shall stop playing it safe Please come and look for two or three people and point at them with a prophetic finger. Say, stop playing it safe. I'm getting ready to close. But there are people who have been too comfortable. Some of you, you have gifts and abilities. Join KMT, you have not joined. But every now and again in your bathroom, you are waiting up a falsetto and your family members that you are not sent to are shutting down your ministry why are you singing and disturbing people when you can be singing and healing people singing and helping people singing and encouraging people bring your gift out of the backside pull out your blogging ability and start up a blog partner with somebody with your styling gig like Kenneth is doing set up a classroom and get people to pay for it so what 10 people showed up on the first one there'll be more than 10 because I'm sponsoring a few there were more than 10 so what some people are a few people are there there might be one of them who two years later will open up a congregation of a thousand people or a classroom of 500 people everything will compound at the right time somebody shout i'm not playing it safe any longer there's too much destiny in me too much grace in me too much ability in me too much capacity in me i refuse to play it safe help me high five three people and tell him get out of your comfort zone and my final point while standing what's number one stop playing the victim what's number two stop playing games number three stop playing to the gallery number four number five stop playing small So there were 10,000. God said there are still too many. Take them to the water and test them. He said what I want to do is that look for anyone, anyone that is facing the water, who's drinking the water completely. Tell them to go back home. They're not ready. But it said the ones that, that kneel by the water and they bring up the water to their faces and they're lapping like dogs. He said they are the ones. You know why? Because people that are immersed in the water, they're satisfied with temporary gratification. They are only focused on the material need for now. They are focused on what will quench their thirst for now. They are obsessed with their own reflection. Because when you look into the water, now yourself you they see. They are so focused. They are, they are already comfortable with matching their face with satisfaction. He said, but the people that will go the long haul are those who are playing the big game. They are thinking beyond their belly. They are thinking beyond their throat. They are thinking beyond their thirst. In other words, their vision will not die when they are satisfied with what they want. There are some people, if they got exactly what they are looking for now, that's the end. They will become useless. Because all they are looking for is, I'm not asking for much. I just want to travel three times a year, go to seashells, go to the sea where there are no shells, go to Maldives, go to the mall where there are no dives, and all of that. You're thinking about yourself. Isaiah said, for Zion's sake, I will not be quiet. So a small life is a life that is only contained within the circumference of its personal satisfaction. But a big
big life is thinking vision, thinking more, thinking employment, thinking territory, thinking spaces, thinking impact, thinking more centers, not just on the island. We need to get to Iyanokpaja, we need to get to Egbedawin. Are you getting there? To Abuja, to London, to Melbourne, to Honolulu, to New York. Are you here? Thinking that way, thinking big thinking huge please as i close help me preach to somebody says please stop playing small stop playing small i wish i had an umbrella say stop playing small say stop playing small if you're playing small you can use a little book who has a little book or ipad you can use a little book or a little ipad when it's raining to cover just yourself you're playing small or you can get a tiny umbrella to cover yourself you know all those hearts that umbrellas to cover yourself but you have a bigger umbrella you can accommodate how many more people maybe two more people that big banner one that they use for road shows maybe you can accommodate six people but the more you're thinking you're like can i build a house can i build a mobile ship can i build an ocean liner not to inflate my ego but to deflate their problems who else can i help who else can my my business feed if i can employ more people i want to break smallness over every man's life every woman's life i set you free from the tentacles of smallness in the name of jesus from today you will no longer play small from today you will no longer be limited from today you no longer be sidelined from today you will no longer shrink to fit in the small environment you break out of that cycle in the name of Jesus can your amen be louder high five yourself and say damn stop playing small high five your neighbor say stop playing small stop playing small who told you you can't get on television some of you don't know how excited i was when ken was speaking about television earlier this this morning because it was part of the prophecy but what makes me even more excited i'll tell you is about five years ago on the same show i was on tv almost every week who remembers and then one day i told him about my wife and i said you know this relationship is actually my wife's thing you know is that just well i wouldn't really know her i said don't worry just have a one show you're going to know her and then she got on the show and then she would had a run and now it's my son why kingdom business is family business do you understand it's not just about me I've got to be able to open doors for my wife my spiritual children my spirit their own children that is how you are building a movement you are no one Baba Saleh waiting for everybody to be giving given as they are bringing you're also distributing you're also celebrating you are you hearing what I'm saying somebody shouting yes Show yes, show yes. Say I stop playing small. Say I stop playing small. I stop thinking about a small. Who told you you can be on television? Who told you you can be on radio? Who told you you can build? Who told you you can buy a house this year? Who told you you can start the free school? Say, how will the money come? Go and ask God. If he sends you, there's a way to fund it. I'm not talking about just being high-minded and, and just thinking without strategy. And saying when God says, do this, go and ask. Many of us just hear the instruction but not the plan. The instruction is not the plan. The instruction is the information. The plan is the strategic outlay. Only two people were clapping on that one. 
I've soaked your fleas. I've soaked your ground. Now go and soak the world. So that they will say, E soak. Many of us are already drenched enough to make a difference. Drenched enough to make a difference. Drenched. But the challenge many times you have an idea of what it should look like when you start. God hardly gives you an idea of what it should look like when it starts. That big picture is often a few years into it. But many of us stop before we get to that timeline. Don't edit your script because you can't seem to find the characters at the audition. If God wrote it, he's going to send the actors. He's going to send the players. He's going to send the cameramen, the crew, the analysts. Are we here? I want to please pray to God. I'll stop playing. You know, there's a part of the scripture in the text that says, and that night, I want somebody, make sure you don't sleep tonight without doing something with this message. Said that night, Gideon did that thing. Wobbly hands, shaky feet. But my guy cut down that bull, man. Cut down that bull. As a matter of fact, some of us really truly need to cut the bull. You know the bull? Cut off the bull. Killed it. Some of you are from a family tradition that has imprisoned you. It's time for you to step out. That voice, people like you, don't do things like this. Who are people like you? Who are you? If any man be in Christ, is a new? And he that is born of God overcomes the world. So you know what I came to do today? You know what I came to do? Google, please come. Google, you know what I came to do? Stand, let, let me demonstrate that. You got all this looking at the fleece, looking at the wool, but I came to take the wool off your eyes. Oh, only if you people understand. So you can see clearly. God never edited the image of Gideon with layers of his problems. God input the filter of frustration to distort his imagery. Thank you. As in, let me tell you what. God, you say I'm the Lord, I change not. I'm not going to think about you differently after you do all my bidding as I think about you now that you're arguing with my instruction. I'm too big to be altered by your repentance. Somebody pray in one minute. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall continue. Be in my mouth. I will. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue. Be in my mouth. 
I'll bless the Lord at all times. I'll bless the Lord at all times. His pressure be my mouth. I will. I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be my Somebody consecrate yourself a fresh time. Say, Lord, I will bless your name. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be my mouth. I'll bless the Lord at all times. Father, this is our commitment today. I judge everything that has weighed down your people. Every ideology, every philosophy, every mentality that seeks to shut us up and shut us down. I break in pieces in the name of Jesus. And I speak the reality of a new day. The reality of a new dawn. The reality of a new dispensation. Let those who are shy amongst us begin to fly from amongst us. Let those who have been conscious of their weaknesses now become conscious of their strength in Christ. Let those who have disqualified themselves now find themselves qualified in the mantles of mercy and the garments of your grace and by the release of your spirits. Make this a house of vessels and not a house of victims. A house of heroes and not a house of the haunted. A house of winners and not the house of whiners. A house of those who make the headlines and not those who are hidden in caves and dens and strongholds. Let there be a release of catalytic influence across every sector. Let kings begin to pop up everywhere. So oh, those king's people, they're in fashion, they're in oil and gas, they're in AI, they're in machine learning, they're in crypto, they're in NFTs, they're in law, they're in medicine, they're in society. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim this with thanksgiving because we have stopped playing. In Jesus' name we prayed. Somebody shout, I stopped playing. Shout, I stopped playing. I will bless the Lord all times. is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this kindly share this how